The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good, good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. A woman that needs no introduction. Oh, well, really? Stassi Schroeder. Yeah, Thank I don't you? think you need an, I mean, you could give an intro. Intro myself. No, I don't think you need no, an introduction. I, li- I like this. I like okay. no, you know, no, no intro, introduction. No intro. I'm here. So happy you're here. Thank you. On the Good Guys podcast. Thank you. America's favorite podcast. Have you listened Second to Good Guys before? Tears. I have not, but I listen to God your wife's every day. So yeah. that yeah. has to count for something. Like, this needs so really... much attention. The toast is no, doing it well. Doesn't. It do- I just, I love it. I just, I love it. It's, it's like giving Tom Brady his flower. That's a good point. It. You know what? The Fuck the toast. We all Fuck love the it. Toast. We all love it. It's obvious. It's obvious. But your podcast is also massive. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing it for a while. Yes. Well, like eight or nine years. So and, it's a long time. Yes. And yeah. what was that like transition like? Like, why did you start a podcast? And oh, like, I don't okay. know if you ever talk about that, but like, what was like the impetus for just starting your podcast and how did that? that okay. Well, you know, we have like a mutual best friend in common, we Taylor do. Strecker. We do. We love her. Yes. And I was living in New York with my ex-boyfriend who, not the most, we'll call him man bun. We won't, we won't say his name. Okay. Sure. Yeah. He also was a radio host. So I was constantly going to Sirius XM and visiting them and spending time with them and seeing what they did. And I was like, I could never do this. Mm-hmm. I could never just fill up space and just keep talking. And I'm like, I was in awe of how they did it. And then an offer came in to do a podcast. And I'm like, fuck no. Like there's literally no <laughs> way I've seen how I've seen mm-hmm. what Taylor has to do. I see what they do. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, you know what? I could be one of the first, like, you know, reality people to like get on this train to like try something new. I like to be the first mm-hmm. at things. I gave it a shot and I just never stopped. Like that first time that I did it, I would literally pause every four minutes and be like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, <gasps> like coming up for air, like in the water. It was so hard, but now I love it. So you trained yourself to be a podcaster. Yes. And I, and I do. I give Taylor Strecker a lot of credit for teaching me how to talk. She's literally the best. Have you met Taylor? I haven't, but I find it interesting that you got an offer to do a podcast, which shows that you started a couple of years ago, because now I think if like, I don't know, Michelle Obama wanted a podcast, you know, Dear Media would be like, well, what what themes are we thinking about? <laughs> like, no one's getting a podcast anymore because it's so inundated. If yeah. my son was like, I want to do a podcast, I'd be like, have you considered OnlyFans? No, 100 Because I'd be like, there's no fucking money. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Every day there's a new announcement about a new podcast. And I'm just like, fuck, do I need to start doing something new? Do I need to quit my podcast? Is it no, time you, to no, quit? No, you don't. You're established. Is it, don't. Is it time to start something? No. no, the roots are in. No, the roots are down. Yeah, no. But these folks starting new ones, it's just terrible. It's just dumb. It's like, don't people realize it takes so long. You don't start making money for a really long time. And yeah. you have to keep it up. Mm-hmm. You have to be consistent. And it's not just like an easy revenue type of situation. Like it. No, unless Diana. you're us. Yes, definitely. <laughs> no, we're crushing Unless you're it. us who Podcast. started about a year ago and are just chart topping. Everybody use our codes. codes use all right? the codes. I use say, all the codes. I see you guys everywhere, though. Thank so you. I know y'all Thank are doing well because I see clips everywhere. I read about it wow. in, you know, like the news. God bless you. You know, yeah. like the, the so tabloids much. and Thank stuff. You. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's <laughs> news like CNN. <laughs> what is that one? Suncrest? The Sun The Sun Times? What is that? Oh, that the is Chicago so Sun Times. Oh, no, I, I think thought you it's were like talking a big about tabloid. No, it's fine. like the British. Isn't that like a British tabloid? The, the Daily Sun? Mirror. Daily. Who were we just talking about having on the podcast? Had a big UK following, and we were gonna 
A couple, a British couple? A random couple. Okay, whatever. Aloof. But podcasts right now are like, I have so many friends who've had some success in TV or movies or just being public people. And they all go pitching a reality show. And I'm like, go on. (laughs) And they're like, it's going to be like me traveling. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. And they're like, trying food it's gonna be bourdain-esque and i'm like kill yourself <laughs> i'm like because the way that is like my dream though and everyone it's every, it's literally every single person alive's yes dream it's everyone's dream yeah and like podcasting there are very few luminaries who are quite good at it because everyone's like I'm pretty hilarious when I talk to my friend Jen. And they're like, <laughs> if you, I, the, the amount of, oh my God, I love overhearing conversations of group of friends when they're like, we need our own reality show. Do you, Jan? <laughs> do you, Jan? Need no. your own reality show. Jen, you're not getting one. It's never going to happen. <laughs> I no. had a friend's wife who was like, me and the girls are going to go and podcast ourselves at wine night in a busy restaurant. So they go and get, they go to Guitar Center, they get some janky equipment. <laughs> And it's literally just the sound of the bar. (laughs) (laughs) And it's literally just like the worst audio quality. And it's just them yenting for 20 minutes. And they're like, so then I told him, hi, can I get mozzarella sticks? (laughs) (laughs) This is not a good podcast, guys. (laughs) So silly. So stupid. But you took your podcast and made it a tour. Yes. And I was fortunate enough to come to a show. And it was fantastic. Thank you so much. And obviously you did it just for the money, but like, why else did you do the podcast tour? Like, what is like the, like, did you want to tour? Like, is that a, like, what was the vision for the tour? Well, I started touring back in 2019. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Taylor did it with me too. You know, she's going to be so pissed at me. I was doing it in 2019 (laughs) and it was basically my version of, I was living out all of my fantasies being a musical theater nerd Mm. growing up. So I'm like, I'm just going to put my own production out there straight up with stuff. Like a, it's like a live variety show, if you will, because I'm not a comedian. I don't do stand up. I'm not like your wife. I can't do that shit. And so that was my whole idea with it. And then I realized that that costs a lot of money that's coming out of my pocket. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then when we just did this last tour, I'm like, we're not we're not doing that. Mama wants to make money this time around. Mm -hmm. So we streamed it down. And honestly, I just love it. I really love being on stage. I love connecting with the audience. I think it's just, it's exhilarating. I love traveling around the country. It's, I love everything about touring. And I feel like everybody's doing a podcast tour now. Like I started in 2019. We're considering it. You you were early. You were early (laughs) podcasting. You were early touring. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. I love being first. It's like one of my fatal flaws. What's the next big first you're considering? Lake it here. I'm constantly asking Lowe's over there. Call her my CLO. She's like my right hand man. (laughs) I am constantly asking her. I'm like, we need to get into some sort of new technology that no one's heard about. We have to be first at something. You in the metaverse. Correct. Thank (laughs) you for that idea. Look into that later. Yes. Okay. Chachi Stasi. <laughs> that would be so funny. If you just like ask questions and it's just in your complete tone of voice. Take that it. Exists. You can Write have that it. You down. can have it. Does it? Really? What's it called? It's an AI for celebrities. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, there's enough video of me out there. I've asked like, write a speech in the voice of Josh Peck. And it all starts with, what's up, guys? <laughs> I'm like, I hate myself. This is not good. I'm so interested because you mentioned this ex of yours in New York who, mm-hmm. who will not be named. Yeah. And then there's that other one, Pax, Max, Jack, whatever. Who cares yeah. about him? Fuck him. And now you Even have though this, I like him. But you have this beautiful life. You found your prince. Thank you. Have you. This beautiful family. I'm interested if you feel free or if you're open to sharing, like, 
can you attribute like was there a transition was there something that changed in you about like the people you were looking for or like how do you think you ended up with this this great guy i 100 percent did everything differently I, before I met Bo, every time I was dating, I was so intense and I rushed into Mm. things. And sometimes we would move in together within a month. Like it was just, that's how I operated. And so this time I, I went for someone that was different. I mean, he wears overalls, Mm. you know, he's like all tatted up, but like, he's, he's just not what I normally would date. I think he's handsome as fuck, but he was just quirkier than who I would date. Mm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this guy a shot and we're going to take it really slow. And we just casually dated for six months, saw other people. I didn't put any pressure on it. I, I really enjoyed the time that I had living alone, being by myself, being able to do what I wanted. So I wasn't like, oh, I need this relationship. Yeah. And then I realized, again, it was like after like six months that like, wow, this person is, he is, his moral compass is incredible. It's, and he is so supportive and encouraging of what I do and who I am as a person. And I feel like no matter what, I can be myself around him. I'm never feeling like I have to be something I'm not. And it just kind of clicked. But I just think because I did everything differently, yeah. I, I shook up my my pattern you know, most people get used to just mm-hmm. doing the same thing and because that's what they feel comfortable doing. Even if it's chaotic and it's not yeah. working for them, they still continue doing the same shit because it's the co- like the comfortability of it is what they're used to and what they like. Yeah. You know, did that was that English? Yes, totally. You, okay. you love your husband and he loves right. you. And, and, <laughs> but, but my main takeaway is how often does Bo wear overalls? It's rarer nowadays. But okay. the other day he did. He threw on some sweat pant overalls. Wow. Brave. Yeah, so. Does he drink a lot of fluids? Because I drink, I pish too much to wear overalls. Can you imagine how six, seven times a day on strapping? It's a whole thing. That's like an excellent thing. point. It's a whole production. I've, I've never brought that up. And to imagine him. how embarrassing it is going to the urinal in overalls. Wait, what do you, what do you, what do you <laughs> pull, pull them down to your ankles? Wait, yeah. What the fuck do you do? Ben, I'm not joking. I've never thought about that. And I cannot wait to call him on my way home and be like, what the fuck do you do in public in a bathroom? What do you do? He probably has to just go and pretend like he's pooping. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. No, I he's just so a urinal. He looks like, like a kindergartner. Yeah. You know, full down, <laughs> underwear down. We're like the complete antithesis of the overall. Oh, please. I wouldn't like literally, I think it's like the last thing on earth that I would be comfortable in. Well, I mean, Sames. I don't I don't like an overall. No, but he's also in he's in good shape. It's just <laughs> too much for me. <laughs> but I will say women wear like jumpers, which are like female. And that's women, women, impossible. It's, it's, it's the urinal. It's the urinal. It's the urinal. The urinal aspect. makes yes. overalls not for men. Yeah. No, it's a fact. <laughs> not for men. It's our no. new story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of the Good Guys Podcast is brought to you by Haya. Typically, children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. Ew. Filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk growing kids should never eat. That's why Haya was created, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. While most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar, what are you, nuts are supposed to be vitamins, and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, yet it tastes so great and is perfect for picky eaters. Now, I was with Josh in LA last week with his beautiful sons, Max and Chai, and all I got to say is Max absolutely loves his Haya. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need 
with a yummy taste they'll love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. All I got to say is Michaela and Harry also love their Haya. We've worked out a special deal with Haya folks for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order, 50%. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash goodguys. This deal is not available on their regular website. So go to H-I-Y-A, H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash goodguys and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. This episode of the Good Guys Podcast is brought to you by Caraway. Okay, folks, here's the deal. Every single Ben Soffer celebrity cooking video that you see on Instagram, every single one is made in Caraway pans, Caraway pots and pans. And the reason being, they are unbelievable nonstick pans. They're gorgeous, gorgeous. And I love them. They're aesthetically pleasing, and they're also just wonderful, wonderful pans. So I highly, highly recommend them. I use them every single day. I use them too much. I use them too much. Every single time I use them, I clean them to the best of my abilities. Claudia tells me that I didn't clean them enough, and then she yells at me, and so I use them too much. Caraway is so, so good, I use them every single day. And with so many collections to explore, they're sure to be a Caraway for every kind of cook. Caraway's internet-famous kitchenware is a staple for any home and comes in various modern shades to fit with any design aesthetic. They really are just so gorgeous, you should check them out. So ditch the chemicals with Caraway. Caraway Homes' non-toxic kitchenware features a chemical-free ceramic coating so food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard-to-pronounce chemicals will leach into your healthy ingredients. All sets come equipped with complimentary, easy-access storage solutions to keep the kitchen tidy. And that is Claudia's MO. She needs a tidy kitchen. And when I tell you, it really they make it so easy. There are holders, there's covers, just it's amazing. And they're all in these exact same aesthetic too. Really uh, just a fantastic product. Non-toxic, easy cooking, well-loved, well-loved. Clearly, I love it. I love it. You should absolutely love it. Visit carawayhome.com slash goodguys to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So go to carawayhome.com slash goodguys or use goodguys at checkout. carawayhome.com slash goodguys. C-A-R-A W-A-Y-H-O-M-E dot com slash good guys. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. I'm interested to know too, like, what do you think it was? I mean, and I'm not just saying this of like, let's just say people who started on reality in general, like you feel like one of the rare people who have transitioned and built a business for yourself. Like, Thank you. Was it born out of like, you know, everything I've ever done was born out of fear. (laughs) Like, oh God, it's all going to crumble. But like, where do you think that came from? I think my whole life, I've been someone whose like self-esteem is tied into how much I'm accomplishing. Mm. And so that's why I'm constantly trying to do something new. And I also get bored of things quickly and like, well, what else can we add to it? And I'm trying to teach myself to slow down focus on one thing at a time, take the pressure off. Like we can't do everything all at once. That's something I've learned since having kids. Like 
I can't hustle the way that I used to. It's just impossible. But it just makes me feel good about myself to be accomplishing things, honestly. Yeah. Speaking of kids, you both have two young guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're both in the exact same life stage. So I can't comment on it at all because unfortunately we lost Theo. So I have no, I am uh, so sorry. I, I have no children. So but you have two beautiful children. So yeah, thank you. Fucking sucked. But I'm just like curious, especially as like both very much in the entertainment space, having a, you have a one-year-old? I have a four-month-old and a three-year-old. Okay, Josh is a one-year-old and, and a, a five-year-old. Five, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, we're in it. Although I'm are, more just teeing it up. You are, guys can hit it Are you around. and Claude going to have to get off the needle when you guys start trying? You yeah, know what I'm talking yeah, about. yeah, Zemps. Yeah, yeah, the Terzeps. Yeah, we, you know we, 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 the Wagoves. The Wagoves. I haven't heard that one yet. The Wagoves. We, 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 we are going. Well, I'm not going to actually. It's one of the again, <laughs> unfair advantages of being a man. Not in solidarity. I think it. Oh my gosh! The way that that would. By the way, in solidarity, she doesn't need me going back to 300 pounds. Like that would only stress her out more. I'm sure you have a couple two-headed sperm from the Ozemps. for sure. For sure, I'm fine. Yeah, it's good. Got some mutated sperm. We're, we're good. No, we're good. We're good. It's so funny. My dad gained, it's not funny. He gained 150 pounds while my mom was pregnant. He literally just like sat there oh and ate with her. I'll show you two pictures side by side. A skinny man and then a man that looked- 150? 140. Still? Wow. It, wild. That's a lot. Wild. Yeah. So I'm, that's possible for me. <laughs> All right, and I'm going to stay on the needle. Okay. I'm going to stay. I went okay, off. God bless. I went off Ozempic for a month and my brain was just like, you need food. You need food. You need food. And it's like, I know I don't need food, but I need you to shut the fuck up. Does it change your personality? Do you feel different? Do you feel like I'm different from last time? I was like, I'm not talking about from the outside. I mean, do you feel oh. the same way? Like if I take a Xanax at night to go to bed, no. I feel like kind of chill. Zip. <laughs> you know? no, no, no difference whatsoever. Okay. The only difference is my life does not revolve around my next meal. That's what Taylor says. Uh, and yeah. that's really freeing, honestly, yeah. like to not be constantly thinking that. If I, if I miss lunch, I'm not going to die. Yeah. But I thought I was going to die. Yeah. There was an article where Jillian Michaels was attacking Oprah for profiting from Ozempic because she's behind Weight Watchers and they have now sort of- They are starting to integrate it. Yes. Though. Yeah. And also she ca- called it an easy way out, which I took issue with. I take issue with that too. And I, I also just think that unless you're somebody who's struggled, like someone who hasn't struggled with their weight isn't allowed to have an opinion- about this like I hate when I see a bunch of skinny people being like it's the easy way out I'm like you're just jealous because we're all gonna be looking like you and you're gonna be like what makes you special now and the answer was always nothing exactly the answer was always nothing so but Ozempic really is just step one like Josh has seen this firsthand like I've never gone to the gym and I'm like with a trainer twice a week the last four months Mm -hmm. because I'm finally light enough that I can mentally do it. Yes. I go there. I'm not huffing and puffing. I can complete these things. People that go to the gym when they are at their top weight, it's really, really I would hard. Imagine. Yeah. Not only to motivate yourself, but to be productive in the gym. Yeah. So when people say easy way out, it's just the beginning. You don't want to be flabby. I, like you're going to lose all the weight and then you got to. Of course. And you got to tone up. I also think that this is what her her livelihood is mm. directly affected by this. So I think that that's, of course, she's going to say something like that. But also as a society, we're constantly trying to find ways to make life easier for ourselves. So like, why is this any different? It's like getting an epidural. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like totally, we found a right. way to make childbirth less painful. Now we found a way to make it easier on people who struggle with their weight. Like what's the issue? I don't understand. Fat people and Jews. The world hates them both. It's, the, it's, just, it's, it's rough out here for us. Feel bad for us, will ya? You think it's easy running entertainment? No, um, what about those people that take their infants and throw them in the pool so that they like flip okay. over and then, so, and then oh, you're like, why did you, why'd you, why'd you, why'd you just throw your infant in the we pool? Had, me and Bo had every intention of being those parents first time around. When I got pregnant, <laughs> we looked at all of these TikTok videos on people just throwing their fucking it's infant nuts. in the pool. Yeah. Because I, my worst, one of my worst fears is my children drowning. Yeah. Like, and that's, so if you can start teaching them how to survive in the water from the beginning, why wouldn't you? Which we didn't. No, like, but, we, we no, didn't but, I, no but, there, but there has to be a better way to do it than the videos that I see where they like take the baby <laughs> as if it's like a cinder block. It's and they just like, <laughs> they talk, have you seen these videos? Yeah, Dump into no, an eight a, foot pool and like, oh, oh no, Sally's going to float to the top by the end of the video. Don't worry. And what if she doesn't? It must be how they've done it for... I don't hundreds it. of years, you what know? What about these kids getting mind. aggressively baptized? You've seen those vids? Of course yeah, I've seen those too. Oh, yeah. oh my yeah. God. Mm -hmm. God help you if you're Greek Orthodox. Because I think those <laughs> priests, they like, take the baby, they're like, Goo! God! I'm like, help. And little Johnny is drowning. And it's just so funny. How, like, it's so important to hold the babies like back of the head. Even if you're not a parent, you know that. Yeah. And then you watch these videos and they're like fucking snapping the kid's neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. My wife's Irish Catholic and I'm Jewish, so we decided not to go the baptism route, but mm -hmm. we kind of like give them everything. Do you and Bo have like similar backgrounds? Like, was there a harmony there? I was raised Catholic. I'm from New Orleans, so right. a super Catholic city. New Orleans. Yes. And I just didn't like it. Yeah. I, there, mm. I just remember this one story. My, my sister, my little sister, we have different dads, and my mom wanted to get her baptized Catholic and the priest told her no because- we had different dads and I was so traumatized by that. And I'm like, this is not a religion I want to be a part of. If a priest is going to deny my sister, like it was so weird. For and sure. it, like, I've, I've like, it's like stayed with me. So I'm not somebody that practices. I'm not religious. I, I think I believe in God. I, I just try and be a good person. But mm. Bo is, he's Christian. He listens to Christian music and I have to listen along. He so, is? Yeah. Our little mm. Christian king. Christian good king. Yeah, our house. You know, I hear all the music and I'm like, can we change it? I just have, an, I have an issue with Christian music. It's the <laughs> same words over and over again for eight minutes long. It's like the Creed? Same... Is he listening to Creed? No, like Christian music. Like Chris, more Christian than that. The Killers? <laughs> By the way, full Christian rock band. Really? The Killers? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm not talking about- Think about, about all songs. Think about it. Isn't it one of the- If you were that time, man. Hey, I'm I'm gun. Gun. Yeah, that one song is a little weird. <laughs> but the rest of them. Seriously. Really? really? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, Google. I'm not talking about undercover okay. Christian bands. Like Christian <laughs> bands. I understand, okay. right. Christian music. So yes, he's Christian and he takes Hartford to church sometimes on Sundays. And Cute. I'm like, I'll, I'll do some self-care Sunday while you guys go. I feel uncomfortable when everyone's singing- all together. Like hymns? Yes. <laughs> Fair. I truly do. Like I start feeling like hot and sweaty and then it makes me feel like, oh my God, am I like satanic? That like I'm having this physical reaction to everybody singing together. Mm -hmm. No, I just think singing together makes me feel weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. How do you feel at musicals? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm not singing. 
I'm so watching okay. the musical. That, I'm, I'm watching the musical. Yes. Now it's I need like, to look up the killers. It's like being in the audience. I know I'm right. I know I'm right. Now everyone who's Christian is going to be like, oh, Stasi's evil and crazy. But I just feel weird when I'm required to sing in an audience. Do you, boo? I agree. <laughs> I, I Look, I love being Jewish and I try to give my son the culture and things like this. And there's wonderful things. I also have had friends during like the high holy days, Rosh Hashanah, mm-hmm. as the Jews say, that went to, they just wanted to go to a random temple to like, see the the service and they were like if you're not a member of the temple you can't come for the service i'm like it's the highest holy day like yeah can't they sit in the back that's the time where they get the biggest check (laughs) (laughs) so i just make a donation (laughs) that's all it is they just want a little donation and then you can sit What's a Can you go into Madison Square Garden and see Billy Joel for free? Oh my God. <laughs> Make a donation to oh, Billy. You're not Just helping like you're making our a cause. donation to, to God. You're not helping our cause. Please, <laughs> there's no handouts. No handouts. You want to find God here? I hope you have American Express. From Mr. Brightside to Pressure Machine, the killers are still singing about God. Wow. But is it That's a non denomination? Like, is no. it a Unitarian? <laughs> no, 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 full, no, full Christian. Full Christian rock. Full Christian, okay. By Shut the way, up. Claudia and Bo are the same person. Claudia also, as a devout Jew, listens to the most Christian music. Like, really? Yeah. yeah, she also, once a year, goes to the Rockettes and sees, like, she's obsessed with Christmas. Obsessed. Oh, so am I, wait, and, no, I love Christmas. And that transition, are you not a country music fan? No, but okay. so is Bo and Claudia. But I know so that's what it is. is. If yeah. you like country music, then you, you like, like Christian, Christian music. That's that just, is, yeah. Because they're also both about the same thing for eight minutes. Yes, but it's but correct. It's, but it's nice. It's live. I like live music. I like something that, like, I know I could watch somebody on a single guitar and I would enjoy. It. Like, that's nice. And that is, I think, like Christian and country. Okay, good on you. Yeah, good on you. I did, but like, I think I've also been trained to love it. I did. Claudia. Love it. Yeah, I think it's just played so much. It's like that song. You guys uh, started dating song, though when you were younger. I yeah. you can't change me at this point. I understand. Yeah. Fair. This episode of the Good Guys Podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. You know how much we love Hero Bread. And now they have this new beautiful recipe made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats. I mean, now it's, it's there's no competition. There's just absolutely no competition. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and is high in fiber. And it tastes so good. It's so soft, so fluffy, so delicious. I really, it, it's amazing. I, every single time I eat it, I'm like, how in the world are there uh, zero to one grams of net carbs, no sugar, and this is high in fiber and tastes good? It's, it's magic. It's total magic. Hero Bread products are delicious and flavorful, offering the soft, fluffy experience that you love when enjoying, I don't know, maybe a nice tuna sandwich, or maybe you're going to make a nice turkey sandwich, or you could go to my Instagram and look for any recipes and incorporate Hero Bread. Get healthier with Hero Bread's new recipe, which uses antioxidant-rich olive oil, which has been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize risks of heart disease. So, folks, what more do you need to know? Hero Bread is offering us 10% off your order of their new recipe. That's 10% off. So go to Hero.co and use code GOODGUYS24 at checkout. That's G-O-O-D-G-U-Y-S-2-4 at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Hero.co, code GOODGUYS24. Enjoy. This episode of the Good Guys Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Drizzly. Picture this absolutely nightmarish scenario. You're hosting friends for the big game. It's neck and neck in the fourth quarter, and suddenly you realize you're out of drinks. Who forgot to order enough spritz? 
don't panic because you can save on a huge selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered to your watch party with Drizzly, the go-to app for drink delivery. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. Personally, for the big game, I'm going to be in Florida. Friends, family, food, drinks. Last thing I want to do is go to a liquor store and pick out all of the various things for all of the annoying people. You know, I have a sister-in-law who absolutely loves martinis. I have a brother-in-law who loves beer. Everybody loves spritz. But ultimately, I don't want to go through the aisles looking for, okay, is this the type of vodka she wants? Is this the type of vodka she wants? Is this the type of beer he wants? Ultimately, I can do everything on Drizzly. I know for a fact that I'm going to get the brands that I want because you can search it and they can come from multiple stores. But we're going to watch the big game. We're going to eat some great food. We're going to have some great booze. And it's all going to be made incredibly easy with Drizzly. Download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. Must be 21 plus, not available in all locations. Do your kids listen to Imogen Heap's happy song? Wait, hold on. First of all, I've never, I haven't heard someone say Imogen Heap in so long. That was like my senior year of high school. All I listened to was Fru-Fru and Imogen Heap. So it's taking me back. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is the happy song? The happy song is a song that Jackie Ashray Weinrib plays to soothe her son. And oh. I heard it 24-7. Play it. Okay. And it's now like the most viral song for like kids to calm down. How have I not like weird? No clue. You, neither of you have heard it. Is this I, a I new play my song? Son the podcast. Is this new music? Is Newest. she putting out new music? <laughs> She's putting out music for her children that like soothe them. It's yeah, happy song. Oh boy, terrifying. We're gonna get a YouTube strike. This podcast is so educational strike. for me. <laughs> We're gonna get a YouTube strike. Okay, you don't have to. You don't have to play. <laughs> oh, sorry. No. Like, no. Oh. Just, oh, by the way, I'm so the glad song you... honestly is like the devil to me. Like it's playing on repeat in my head because she played it literally for two straight weeks in Utah. Right. Two straight weeks. But you should try it. I 100% am going to go home and try it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for this tip. You're welcome. We're From very a non-parent. Ho- we're very wow. wholesome podcast. Very <laughs> yeah. wholesome. We're good people. We are. We are. And we love ourselves. <laughs> we're good people. <laughs> my wife went to 12 years of Catholic school and it was so revealing in this moment recently. My son, your kids need ear tubes yet? No ear tubes? Not God. yet. Thank mm-hmm. God. My, both my kids, they have defective eardrums. It's the, it's the Jewish gene. It's She's the, not going to get them. They they have tubes and Christians. <laughs> plenty of tubes, plenty of seasonal allergies. So my little guy who's 14 months is going to get ear tubes. And we were doing his pre-op forms. And the doctor's assistant calls me to give me all the info. And she says, can I ask you a question? Go, yeah. She says, who filled out the forms for Shy?" And I said, my wife. And she said, Did she go to Catholic school? I was like, yeah, 12 years. She goes, she has the most beautiful handwriting. Oh, I have wonderful mm. handwriting. I've ever you seen. Mm-hmm. So jealous. And she's like, I went to Catholic school. She's like, we recognize, I didn't realize that was a Catholic school thing. They were so mean and so harsh about <laughs> handwriting. I was like, holy shit. Nice silver lining. It's cursive, right? right? It's gorgeous. It's cursive handwriting. It's beautiful. Cursive. They're not teaching that anymore, I hear. Right. They're that not? disturbs me. Oh, yeah. It yeah. fully disturbs me. So like my children won't be able to read my letters to them. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Did you know there's new math? Yeah, I've heard that. There is? Like new what ways to solve equations. But I never oh. planned on being a parent that was going to help my kid with math. Like I've, mm-hmm. I've always planned on being a parent that was going to pay for a math tutor for sure. 
Mm. Have you had, uh, how old's your oldest? Three? Three. So I'm not sure if you, I just recently had my first bit of bullying experience with my son getting pushed at a program. Like a, at a. By another kid. By another kid. And I have. The first time? <laughs> yeah. Hartford's like bit on a regular basis. Oh, he's been bit. Okay. <laughs> but this was like a dickhead kid. Like at school, he's been bit and the school is so good that yeah. they'll be like, we've broken it down. We have video footage of it and the bite. This is why it happened. And we've talked to both parents already. And like it was, this was him at some like after school program with just a little jerk kid who's just being a jerk, like mean, like yeah. aggressively mean. And I never thought I would be that dad. But my wife wrote me. And I was like, what's this fucking kid's name? <laughs> and she goes, fuck, I really want to say it. I'm never going to see no, this kid. No, what don't, I say, it. Never see don't say so, it. You know, having been so public and an incredible reality TV career, when, you know, the great reality TV moments are probably for us as viewers are probably, I would imagine, the moments where you go, oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. What's that like? That's it's so complicated and nuanced. I wrestle with it all the time because, it, you know, moments where like I backhanded Kristen, not proud of that. I don't like it. So when people come up to me, they're like, oh, my gosh, that moment or another moment that I was being bitchy or it was outrageous. Mm. I'm I feel like I let those people down when they meet me because I can't react the way that they want to. I'm like, I don't feel that way anymore. Mm. I was 23 years old. Like mm -hmm. we shouldn't be glorifying me backhanding someone like that's I don't say it like that I don't try and teach them a lesson <laughs> right but I'm just like oh, okay I'm not really enthusiastic about it and so I start getting in my head like oh my god am I like I'm so different that do I even have any value in this industry anymore because people want me to be the way that I used to be but I'm not that person anymore and it's kind of a mind fuck it is and when you watch like do you see other people, if they're popping, having their moment on reality TV, but they're really doing things that are out of pocket, embarrassing, but, and it's gold for reality. But do you watch them and go like, slippery slope, like you're on the. Uh, no, because, you know, you can take those lemons and make lemoncino out of them. Really? You know, you can always take something bad and make it something else, like truly. So I don't really think that way when I see other people doing stupid shit. <laughs> Solid. No judgment zone. Yeah. This episode of the Good Guys Podcast is brought to you by KiwiCo. KiwiCo delivers seriously fun learning for kids of all ages through hands-on projects and activities. Each month, kids receive crates packed with engaging hands-on activities designed to introduce them to exciting science, technology, and art concepts. STEM folks, we're training them for STEM. There's always something new for kids to discover, like engineering robots or learning about the science of ice cream. With nine monthly programs to choose from, KiwiCo has something for kids of all ages, ranging from infants and preschoolers to teens and beyond. And you can just select the bracket that you are. So I got KiwiCo for my nieces and nephews and also for Josh's son, Max. And I picked out the colorful chemistry set and they absolutely loved learning about science and with all the beautiful colors, they absolutely loved it. So discover real science, technology, engineering, art, and math concepts through fun hands-on projects delivered to your door each month. Each crate is designed by real experts and tested by kids to ensure that every experience is age-appropriate, engaging, and most importantly, seriously fun. Crates come with everything needed for kids to build, including materials and instructions. You'll be surprised at how high quality the materials are too. So 
Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month on any crate line at KiwiCo.com with promo code GOODGUYS. That's 50% off your first month at KIWICO.com, promo code GOODGUYS. Well, we do these speak pipes, which is like advice. We have a fandom. They're called the morons. And... And really? uh, they had they some... They're really called the Mara? Did no. they name themselves or... No, we named them. But That's like, nice of you. But like I checked into my hotel and this girl was like, I'm a moron. <laughs> Meet my boss. I'm like, oh, I hope she knows. <laughs> <laughs> so they had some questions for you or okay. at least like they love advice. They love... Oh. Or just some in general... We'll see. Sometimes I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm a little unhinged when it comes to advice. Good. I wouldn't ever take my advice. Perfect. You know, I'm not an authority on anything, so... But here we go. Next pod. Don't take my advice. Good title. Hey, guys. So I need some advice. Last night was crazy. My husband's grandmother passed away and I got into a fender bender. (laughs) And when he was coming home from that situation, he stopped by the site the wreckage which there was none because he wanted to quote unquote help but I had it under control I work in the auto body repair industry so I do this sort of thing every day and I have not confronted him totally about it we talked about it a little bit after it happened but I just would like your advice do I tell him how upset I am that he came and like mansplained it or do I just kind of let it go because his grandma passed away <laughs> Okay, and then talk about it another time. This is why we call them morons. Yeah, by yeah. The way. Um, I, w- I, was I gonna, don't need your LinkedIn. I was going <laughs> to. Yeah, I'm giving you advice. I worked at an auto body shop from 03 to 05 and mm-hmm. then please. Mansplaining is annoying, but you have to learn to cope. It's a necessary evil. Us women, we just, you got to learn to cope with mansplaining. It's fine every now and then. His fucking grandmother just died. Like, not the time. Not the time. Don't women, women splain more than men, men splain? I I feel like I'm getting splained all day. I would agree with that. (laughs) I would agree with that. Constantly splain. You know what? We women need to get over the mansplaining because we do more splaining anyway. Yeah. Why are we? You're right. Why is this a thing? You know what? Fuck feminism. You're right. (laughs) Fuck. That's the title of the episode. (laughs) Fuck feminism. Finally, someone's saying it. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Guy, his grandma died. Yeah. Get over it. Yeah. Get over it. This is what she calls in about. I mean, mansplaining is totally unacceptable, but this broad, <laughs> she, no, <I'm> <laughs> yeah, I would say that. And I think you have to be careful because yes, mansplaining is annoying and dumb, but like it might've been some veiled. He might've been genuinely trying to help you and that's it just right. like came off as mansplaining. That's, that's Bo to a T. Mm-hmm. I've never felt like when he is trying to teach me something or explain something to me that it's like he's talking down to me. So he's genuinely trying to help me with something, Mm -hmm. but I just take it as mansplaining no matter what. I've just learned to just tune that out. Yeah. You know? Tune it out. Tune it out. Now I'm just angry about mansplaining. The term. (laughs) Partners splain. Yeah, you're right. Partner splaining. Partner splain. Right? Yeah. They splain. I agree with you. Next one from Anonymous. Hey, good guys. (laughs) So my name is Sadie. Long time moron here. (laughs) 
shout out Panda Air. <laughs> anyway, I'm calling or recording in to ask, uh, you know, mother-in-laws. So we have the first grandchild of both sides of the family. And I'm just calling because, you know, the mother-in-law has just been saying some weird things, kind of gets under my skin. And she did something the other day that was kind of crossing a line to me. So, you know, she's saying goodbye to our son and she kissed him on the mouth and multiple times. And, you know, we've all known it's had been, you know, been a spoken thing never to kiss, you know, the baby on the mouth. He's a year now. You know, we don't even kiss him on the mouth. So I thought it was kind of weird, kind of disrespectful. You know, in the moment, I kind of froze. I didn't really know what to say. And then she also, you know, says these things she's said to me before to him, you know, oh, you don't love your mother or, oh, don't look at your mother. Look at me. Look at me. Don't look at your mama. Look at me. Which, you know, it, it's now getting to a point where I'm like, what do I just allow her to keep saying these things and just ignore it? You know, I did tell my husband about it and he noticed the whole kissing and said, yeah, it's kind of weird. You know, next time she does it, I'll I'll. <laughs> she ran out of time. Okay. Yeah. Me and Bo are kissing parents and we're a kissing family. And like, we'll probably be kissing our kids when they're adults. You know, like I see David Beckham gets like heat for that all the time. Like when he's like constantly kissing his adult kids. But I'm like, that to me is so not weird. Mm. So if my mom or Bo's mom is kissing my kid on the mouth, like I truly don't think that's weird. But that's just because that as parents. Parent. Yeah, we're kissing parents. Sure. If you are not... And you, she herself said, we don't even kiss our kids' mouths. How do you stay away? First of all, like my kids' mouths, I'm so obsessed with. Like, I wish I could just like fully make out with them. Like the, <laughs> the smell of their mouths and their spit. I'm just like, literally, like I just cannot stop kissing them. Like the restraint that you have to have to not mm. like make out with your children. Um, <laughs> So if that's their vibe, if they're yes. like non-kissing parents, then I would have thought that that would that would be something that you just you tell everyone. You got you yeah. make your parent like once you have a kid, you make rules as parents. And when you have your kid, you kind of like announce them what the rules are to people like, hey, yeah. you can't post my kid on social media unless I approve of it first. Like I, I've told everybody that like you should have said we're not kissing parents. So you're not going to be a kissing grandma. Sounds to me like she said that. Yeah, it sounds like she it did. Sa it sounds to me like she has a very toxic grandma. Well, that if the grandma is telling the granddaughter, you don't love mommy, you love me. Okay, well, that's no, that's like, I, really? I didn't get there yet. Yeah, that's real, fucked up. Fucked up. Which, beyond, no, but that just tells me that this woman is fucked right. up. Right. And the kissing on the mouth, because she said the kid's only a year, it made me think that it was for health reasons. Okay. So that- the grandmother wouldn't make the baby sick. sick. Herps. Mm -hmm. Simplex. Yeah, herps. Two. One. Herps. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, I think it's, I think the husband, the father, his, it's his mother. Yes. He needs to step up to the plate and have a conversation. This shouldn't be on the mom. Time to mansplain. Right yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds like this guy's a real beta simp. Yeah. <laughs> and he needs to grab his balls and say, ma, enough. <laughs> like and we talked about this on the last podcast it's it only has to be uncomfortable once yeah if you do it right mm -hmm. it's uncomfortable once yes. and whatever comes of it comes of it but no good Correct. and it's all his fault ma'am it's all your husband's <laughs> fault it is yeah but, agreed with that it is really hard though to tell your mom what to do 
as, oh, a, as a, a man as a man brain. it's hard get it together oh man. my god it's hard it doesn't have to be what? it's hard i'm fortunate that i have such like an incredible mother that is so boundary respect like she's the best but so maybe that's why it's hard but it's hard. I do it, but it hurts. Ba- it hurts. Boundaries are my favorite thing in the world. Boundaries it's are actually hot. like it's my my greatest hobby, establishing yeah. boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries are hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My wife, when we were getting married, my mother, the mother-in-law, you know, it's tradition sometimes for the in-law, the groom's parents to do like the night before, right? Sometimes they'll mm-hmm. like plan the engagement party or they'll do like a night before party or they'll they'll cater the rehearsal dinner right. so that they have a little something because usually the bride's family does everything else. Which is kind of fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, just like, not for throw me. that out there. I agree. Not for <laughs> us. My, but my wife was literally like, stay away. I was like, gotcha. So my mother being the fabulous Jewish mother that she is, and she's wonderful. We had a smallish wedding, like around 120 people, not like crazy. And so the night before my mother goes, I've planned a small gathering of 110 (laughs) for the night before for the rehearsal dinner. It said someplace called, I don't know, whiskey paints. And like, and my wife, when I told her, she like had she had a spasm. She's like, "That's a that's a wedding before the wedding." Yeah, like it's just too. And it was no, it was my mom trying to be so lovely and nice, mm-hmm. and my wife just being like, "No, no, like I want twelve. Like I just want the people in the wedding mm-hmm. there, and we can't have a mini wedding before the wedding. Like right. literally ten people less." And I just looked at my mom, and I was like, "I said to my wife, I was like, gotcha, gotcha. Check it off the you. You don't worry about this anymore." I said, "Ma." cancel it. She said, I already put in the deposit. I said, you mean I did? I was paying. <laughs> and my mom was cool and it was done. Good on you. Fuck Good yes. on you. It's just, a, it's a small moment that can be a little awkward, but, but your wife knew in that moment, fuck yeah, this is the guy I'm marrying. He <laughs> has my back. Yeah, you've got her back. How do I remind her of that seven years later? Tell her to listen to this episode. You gotta, you gotta tell Barb to go fuck herself again. Just <laughs> set a counter if I want to hear. Fuck you! Mom, putting you on speaker. Babe, come here. <laughs> Mom, put your life alert on. You're not gonna like this. <laughs> Um, okay she listens to every episode every episode she's the best here we go next one hi guys my name is daniela i'm from florida and i am hoping to get some advice from you about wedding related stuff my fiance and i are two months away from our wedding day and everyone i ever talk to just tells me that it goes by really quickly and it's over before you know it we're very excited for our big fat Jewish wedding. <laughs> and if you just have any tips or tricks on how to really enjoy it and be present in the moment, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thank you. Wow. Oh, we can all we can all be Okay, a part of so this. you guys are probably gonna have to offer up a little more advice than I am because I had a small destination wedding. So Where? Rome. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Only Sick. like 30 people. And so it was just a... Every, it's different. It's, it's completely different. Okay. Uh, but I will say the only advice that I can offer up is to just have the mentality of being selfish. Like, mm. really, what is it in that moment on your wedding day and at your wedding that you want to be doing? 
Like, don't feel the pressure. Like, I have to go say hi to this person or I have to do. You don't have to fucking do anything. Mm. You just be you, what you want to do with your partner and live your best fucking lives for one day. Be selfish. I had the polar opposite wedding. I, had, I know. I had 400 beautiful Yentas. <laughs> like, oh I don't know 400 York. people. Yeah, we know 800 people. I so like, even that prop. How? I think it's just Jews, really. Fascinating. Jew, Jews know Jews who know Jews. I'm like, <laughs> it just, it is what it is. And I would say that Claudia would, she would openly say this. She was not present at all. She was obsessed with, oh, the hors d'oeuvres are coming out five minutes late. I need to know why they're coming out five minutes late. And we had a, had a wedding planner. So what I would say is, if you don't have a wedding planner, get a wedding planner and hand it over to her. Yeah. And whatever happens happens like nobody Correct. nobody that's at your wedding is going to know knows what your plans were for the wedding so if something were to hypothetically go wrong mm -hmm. the only person who knows that it went wrong is you yeah like it's just a party go have a great time enjoy yourself yeah i wouldn't get too drunk like that would be one piece of advice. I, I keep hearing about people that like get blackout at their wedding mm -hmm. and then yeah. they don't remember they don't, anything. And they don't eat. That you don't eat. That's true. And then, and then even if you had the best night of your life, you don't remember anything. So yeah. like, try to just remember that you actually can have fun without drinking. Like that does exist, especially <laughs> especially when you're getting married. Like you're high on just, right. you have a room full of people that are here to support you. You're making hopefully a wonderful decision. And it, she sounds like she's in like a good headspace. Like two months out from our wedding was fucking mayhem. Really? Yeah. If for again, we were throwing yeah, a, no, I can't, a very, I'm, very large affair. Yeah. With very like with seating chart, like just just so, so can much I ask, stuff. Ask you at your wedding. Yeah. Did you go and see every person? Did you see every per every guest? I saw every single guest that I could. Without so no. stressing myself out. Like, okay. I, like I wasn't like, I didn't have like a checklist. Like, oh, I haven't seen like my dad's ninth cousin. Like I need to go find him. Yeah. And he was there. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I didn't. I saw as many people as I could. Okay. Yeah. Because or maybe I, I did. I don't know. Like I wouldn't know who I missed. Like I that just, makes sense. I just like can't imagine having a wedding and just feeling so overwhelmed with having to go and say hello and make sure that you. you it's their like, job to say hello to you. But th th still, it's annoying because like you're constantly being tapped on the shoulder. I'd literally be like, leave me the fuck alone. It's my wedding night, yo. Totally. Like, some, <laughs> some of them are yeah. also like small, like dances. Like somebody will just like you're dancing and then they'll grab you and they'll dance with you for like six seconds. And that's the hello. OK, this is my this is what I, I can't fathom. Yeah. Having to do this 400 times. Oh my God, I'm so glad you're here. No, I don't do 400 that. times. No, because you're not always happy that they're there. You're like, hi, good to see you. You still, Thanks you have to coming. greet 400, 400 times. For sure, it's a job. Yeah. It's a job. It's not for me. I understand. Yeah. And your your version sounds wonderful. My version came with more checks. <laughs> <laughs> Small wedding season. Well, it is what it is. Should we get to Woody Nuts? Yes, please. So are Do you know what this is? No. It's your gripe currently with people, places, and things, small or huge, anything that is sticking in your craw that's annoying you. Okay. Ben and I will start so you have time to think about it. Okay. There is no big, there's nothing too big or too small that is nuts. Whatever okay. just gets you going. Should I start? You want me to start? Uh, I, I'm, yeah. I, okay. What has recently been very interesting to me is parents get very specific about fixing their kids at a certain age, like their grammar and their, like all these little things about like really adulting them. And I think you need to embrace when you're, my son will say certain things like, I'll be like, did you enjoy that? He'll go, yeah, really much. 
And I'll be like, that's fucking cute. Like, <laughs> he's gonna fix it in like three months and I'll never hear really much again. Or like, oh, he said up until like four years old, dad, I was really missing for you. And I'm like, I love this. So recently something about Jesus came up. Don't ask me why. And I was like, and somehow I was like, you know what? Do you know who Jesus is? And he goes, yeah. And I go, who is it? He goes, he shoots love arrows. My son thinks Jesus is Cupid. Cute. And you know what? I'm, I am I think I'd be nuts to fix that. That's cute. And if you think about it, Jesus is Cupid-like. You know, <laughs> yeah, fictitious. Leads with love. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So don't overcorrect your kids. I think that's my what are you nuts. Yeah, what are you nuts? Um, mine is completely different. I went down uh, to the lobby of my hotel this morning to get the complimentary cold brew. Because they have a cold brew station. Lovely, That's right? impressive. Yeah, isn't that nice? It's never LA. cold brew. Cold brew. Wow. Fantastic. I, the Kimpton. Cut that out. <laughs> Actually, no. Leave it in. This will air yeah, afterwards. Might... I want free stays. Yeah, I, I was just okay. about to say F, that. Yeah. I'll leave it in if you give me a free stay. Shout I'll send to you before. And otherwise, we're striking it. Cold brew in the lobby. Cold brew machines are often connected, for whatever reason, to kombucha machines. I don't know if you've seen this, but it all comes from the same pipe. So there's a kombucha machine, which I guess is supposed to go live during kombucha hours, maybe like 5 to 12, and the cold brew machine is 9 to 5. Okay. I go, I, I like barely notice the kombucha machine, but kombucha, that's a whole separate what do you nuts. Kombucha is fucking disgusting. I okay. don't know why people drink it. I don't know how people drink it. I love it's it. absolutely disgusting. You would love it. <laughs> disgusting. I take my cold brew and put in a little just like a drop, a half and half, a Splenda, I get up to my room, I take a sip, kombucha. That's... Fucking kombucha. The wire's crossed in my cold brew. And all I have to say, what are you, nuts? That is like, it's quite possibly the worst mix-up because of how strong that kombucha taste is. And I had it with half and half and it was disgusting. And I realized this actually isn't positive for the Kimpton, so they won't be giving me any free stays. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. Nasty. I'm sorry that that happened to you. Thank you. Truly. I mean, I could actually go on forever. Should I list just one? Well, however many you want. Yeah, All right. You. We're going to go with the first one. This is a hot take. I'm going to I'm going to ruffle some feathers. People aren't going to like it. Yeah. People who call themselves baby whisperers. Mm. There's nothing that annoys me more when I'm holding my baby out somewhere and someone comes up to me and says, let me take your baby. I'm a, like, if he's fussing, I'm a baby whisperer. I'm like, so is that just code for like, I can fucking do this better than you? Like it just, what makes you a baby whisperer? Also the people who like, you're just consistently rocking the baby. You're like doing what we're doing. You're not doing anything different. Don't say you're the baby whisperer. I just, I don't like it. It's just, it's not yeah. for me. That is such a good what are you nuts. It's baby whispers. It's disgusting. It's, it's grotesque. Dis it's disgusting. You're going to come up to a mother and tell her that you can soothe her baby better than her. And yeah, I know may that maybe, they... maybe because you soothe the baby once every six months, you're the baby whisperer. Yeah, maybe you have more patience with this baby because you get to give this baby back to me. That's right. You know? Mm. So I just, I don't like it. Maybe you are good with babies, but just don't say it to me. Fuck off. And just the act of whispering to a baby. Like, you're like, go, go back. <laughs> I know that's not what a baby whisperer is, but it did make me... Thing kind of literally. That's funny. That's funny. Um, I, I like talking about things that bother me. You can go more. Yeah, give All us right. another. When I'm really excited to like binge watch a show and then I find out it's on Apple Plus, you know? Mm, wow. That fucking sucks mm. when it's not on Netflix. Like that really, it's a day ruiner. Are you Netflix dedicated? You don't entertain other streamers? Oh no, I 100% entertain all streamers. Yes. I just prefer 
to binge something. It's like I only get, you know, waiting a week. Mm. It's just it's not for me. You know, like if I have one night where I'm like, wow, the kids are down. I have three hours to burn. Let me watch three fucking episodes. And if I wait and hold them, then I'm behind and everyone's talking about these episodes. So it's like, you know, just make TV bingeable. What are you watching right now? Um, Are you binging anything? No, there's like nothing out. I'm waiting for all of these period pieces to come out. You know, the Gilded Age just finished. Mm-hmm. And then what was that other one? What that other one that finished at the same time? The Buccaneers. I was like living my best life for like a good two months because I had the Gilded Age and the Buccaneers. And now I just feel empty inside. Mm. The writer's strike just like fucked all of that. Yeah. Claudia and I don't watch anything current. She watches the current stuff. She's watching The Crown. Yes. Yeah, and, I'm- <laughs> and I'm watching The O.C. <laughs> really? Really. Fascinating. So fucking good. We just finished Gossip Girl, too. They're kind of in the same thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. You mm-hmm. did a Gigi rewatch. So Huge. good. What are your thoughts watching it back now? Like, how long has it been since you had watched it? Since it came out. So is that 10 years? Does Claudia know how lucky she is to have a husband that wants to watch Gossip Girl? By the way, tell her. Tell I her. She will. probably does. I will send her a text. It's so good. Serena's <laughs> so fucking stupid. She, She's so stupid. Ben. And like the fact that... I'm no. sorry. I love Blake Lively, but the fact that she built a career off of such a stupid character. No. She's so stupid. No, she is the villain. She's the villain. The, no, this is how I feel. And they, also, sometimes, like, with Banner Pump Rules, people thought I was the villain. People thought Blair was the villain. We weren't. Who's the villain? Who's Hot the villain? Team. Come on. <laughs> you cannot. You just walked right into that. Who is it? You teed it up. Well, I think an obvious choice is Tom Sandoval. I think that's, that's an, an obvious, obvious that's an choice. Obvious choice. That's a layup. Honestly, everyone else but me was the villain. Okay. I think that's really fair. And you Thank heard it here. It first. was really fair. Thank yeah, you. I think that's really fair. Thank you. What uh, that the new show Valley just just sort of premiered or they debuted it, they announced it. Any thoughts, feelings about this new spin-off business? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, Stasi. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you want to plug? <laughs> um uh, if you like me. And you haven't heard me before, you can go listen to my podcast, Straight with Stassi. Yeah, that's Excellent. it. Excellent. Thank you guys for having me here. Thank you. This for was coming. fun. It was fantastic. <laughs> this episode is five stars like all the other episodes. They're all five stars. Rate, review, and subscribe. If you don't give it five stars, what are you nuts? Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You'd probably know more places where they can find it. But any of the places where we're streaming, find us. Watch us on YouTube. Josh's YouTube. You'll find this. I mean, we were better on video. Stasi looks beautiful. I look beautiful. Josh looks beautiful. Thank these you. are three beautiful people. I specifically yeah. didn't wear my headphones so that I could look prettier. Yeah, these totally. are three beautiful people. Hopefully we get some good clips. Yeah, I you know, appropriated this shirt from a Native American community. <laughs> you so did. feel free to cancel me. You did. It's <laughs> just Ralph Lauren, guys. It's a, it's a beautiful Navajovian shirt. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Navajo. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Really, it was Ralph Lifshitz who appropriated that shirt, not you. So it's, it's not your fault. Okay. It's his you fault. So much. It's his fault. Shout out, Ralph. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.